You're listening to The Lunar Body, a podcast for feminist menstruators who want to manage their health naturally and supernaturally through nutrition, herbalism, and intuitive expansion using science and the moon as your guides. Hello and welcome to The Lunar Body. I'm your host, Kristen Ciccolini, period priestess, nutritionist, and the founder of Good Witch Kitchen. I'm really excited for today's episode because we've been focused a lot on the more practical topics to start off with, and now it's time to dive into the mystical. It's all about intuition today and supporting your body and mind, your connection to the universe, or whatever you connect to spiritually through the food that you eat. Food is energy, and the state of our energy influences how well we're able to make that connection because you know how hard it is to meditate or visualize or get just get focused when you're feeling anxious or hangry or just not in the right mindset for it all. So I'm looking at this as nutrition for opening portals. I love the idea of a portal. It's really just an entrance or another use of it is as a digital entry point. But I'm thinking more on the astral plane, the opening of your third eye where your intuition lives, the channel through which the universe or your spirit guides or your version of God speaks to you. Everyone's intuitive, but everyone's relationship with their intuition is different. It's a muscle just like any other. Some people go to the gym and get ripped, and the intuitive version of that is the level of trust in your instincts. Intuition is just information that we subconsciously collect over time, and it's faster than rational thought. That's where that feeling of knowing something without knowing how you know comes up. Your brain knows, but you don't have the conscious connection to rationalize it. And you don't always have to if you trust that your intuition is right. But you can't get your six-pack intuition abs if you don't spend time with it. And you can't spend time with your intuition if you're not in the right headspace. There is so much that clouds our connection to our intuition. There's diet culture telling us that we can't trust our hunger and fullness signals We're so busy throughout the day all the time. We don't allow ourselves any downtime. Even if we do have what we technically consider downtime, we rarely give that privilege to our brain. We're keeping our attention busy, multitasking, listening to podcasts. You're probably washing the dishes. You're probably driving. You're multitasking right now. Or we're multitasking watching TikTok or or watching TV or reading a book. It's very rare that any of us are just sitting and enjoying quiet anymore. We're in desperate, desperate need of letting our brains rest. I am included in this. I have a problem with it too. But meditation is one way to do that, intentionally trying to calm the mind and clear the mental clutter. You don't have to have a meditation practice where you literally just sit and close your eyes and meditate though. Actions can be meditative. Maybe just taking a walk, but without listening to a podcast or music. Instead, you're just paying attention to your surroundings, letting your mind wander, giving your mind space to be free. You can just sit outside and enjoy a cup of coffee without looking at your phone. Again, paying attention to your surroundings, paying attention to the flavor of your coffee, the temperature, just being present in the moment. You can lay in the bed and stare at the ceiling if you want to without your phone nearby, (laughs) whatever you got to do to just get yourself in a space 
to allow your brain to rest. But I know it can be hard to get into that headspace, whether you're too tired or you're feeling anxious or your thoughts are just running a mile a minute. You have an endless to-do list. This all feels like a waste of time. I'd hope it doesn't feel like a waste of time, but I get it if it does. I remember when I first started going to yoga back in 2009 or 2010, at the end of class when we were resting, my mind would be racing and you know, we're, we're in corpse pose. We're just laying there. It's supposed to be this nice meditative thing. And I'm just like, I gotta go. I've got things to do. I hated those last five minutes. Now it's like the main thing I look forward to when I go to yoga. I could never leave early or go without it these days, but I get it if you're not into it just yet. It's so important. And it took me a really long time to realize how important that was to the practice. But in order to fully connect with our intuition, to have better access to that astral place when we want to intentionally connect, we need to set up a good foundation with a diet abundant in foods that enrich our brain and give us lots of natural energy. And of course, again, I stress about having all the basics in place. I won't go over it again, but you you also don't want to be chronically stressed or overworked, not sleeping well. All of that is going to make it harder to do this too. But eating the foods that I'm going to talk about today can help with feeling better overall as well. So it can work hand in hand. And this all goes for psychic ability as well. Those extra intuitive people who are accessing that astral plane on another level. The right food can help open up that portal a little bit better. Before we get into it, my usual disclaimer, this information is for educational purposes only. It is not medical advice, and it's your responsibility to speak to a qualified healthcare provider about your unique needs. The final decision when considering any diet or lifestyle changes, whether it's discussed on the internet, in a podcast, or prescribed by your doctor, is always your own. The first food for supporting brain power and focus is avocado. It has monounsaturated fat, which is a nutritious fat that helps keep your blood sugar stable. And even though it's creamy, you might not think it's high in fiber, but it's actually a really good source of fiber. Maybe you've noticed when you're mashing it, there's like little stringy bits. That's fiber. And it also keeps your blood sugar stable and helps keep you full as well. We don't want any hunger pangs distracting us when we're trying to access the Akashic records and you're trying to figure out if your guides are telling you to eat or if that's your stomach talking, right? So Fat in general, especially avocado, is a good food to incorporate into your meals to keep you full and satisfied so you're not thinking about your next meal in the middle of a meditation. You can add it to salads, sandwiches, smoothies. You know, there's like that three-minute window when they're actually ripe. Beyond that, if they're starting to look a little gnarly and not you're not going to use them right away, I'll just cut them into quarters and freeze them to add to smoothies. Very easy. You can also do the same with soups too. Sometimes I'll add avocado to a blended soup for it to be more filling. And I mentioned blood sugar stability. Fat and fiber help keep your blood sugar stable because this also helps keep your mood and energy stable too. Happy blood sugar is a happy you. (laughs) If you have peaks and valleys in your blood sugar, that's a recipe for mood swings, for fatigue, irritability, not really anything that feels good. So fat and fiber are great for keeping things more even and stable. And avocado is a great source of both. Another good source of fat is salmon. This is going to get you your omega-3 essential fatty acids. They're called essential because our bodies don't make omega fatty acids. We have to get them from our diet. And this type of fat nourishes the brain and it strengthens your cognition cells. 
One thing about fat is that we have been conditioned to view it as the enemy, but there is a huge body of research these days on how fat is actually very good for you. And your brain's made up of 60% fat, so if you're not eating any, think about that. You're essentially depriving your brain of the nutrients that it needs to thrive. The fat you may want to avoid having regularly, however, is processed inflammatory vegetable oils. When I teach classes like this, I like to ask, what makes vegetable oil? And the first responses I always get are corn and olives. But corn is actually a grain and olives are a fruit. It's a trick question because vegetables don't make oil. <laughs> what you know as vegetable oil is usually made from soybeans and cottonseed, both of which are heavily sprayed with pesticides and go through high heat processing, which denatures the oil and essentially removes any health benefit that it had to begin with. And to be clear, I'm talking about American vegetable oil. I've had people tell me it's processed differently outside the U.S., so just know I'm referring to how our food industry processed these oils here. And this isn't to demonize vegetable oil or say you can never have it, but for the purpose of nourishing the brain and the nervous system, it wouldn't be my first choice. If we're talking oils, then I would go for olive oil, avocado oil, coconut oil, flaxseed oil, walnut oil, all good brain nourishing options. Another good brain food is dark chocolate or cacao. This boosts your serotonin and endorphin levels, which not only elevates your mood, but it gives you greater concentration too, which is great for meditation. If you want to get cacao powder, make sure that you're getting the raw version and not Hershey's cocoa powder. It's not the same thing. They can be used interchangeably in baking recipes and smoothies, but raw cacao has the greatest concentration of antioxidants and it'll provide the health benefits that you're looking for. Whereas Hershey's cocoa powder, though it tastes great, doesn't serve the same purpose. Then we have blueberries. They're also a great, amazing source of antioxidants that stimulate the flow of blood and oxygen to your brain. And research has shown that they can boost concentration for up to five hours so you can stay focused. These are a go-to snack, although I like to practice mindful eating. Sometimes I just like to pop things in my mouth. <laughs> and blueberries are a great way to do that. And sometimes I'll, when I'm feeling ambitious, I'll even cover them in yogurt and freeze them. And it's just a nice thing to do in the summer or if you end up with a lot of fresh blueberries that you aren't sure to how, how to use up before they go bad, that's something fun to do. So I like to snack on them, have smoothies, put them in salads. There's a recipe on my website for a salad with blueberries and coconut called All the Green Salad because there's a lot of greens in it too if you want to look for that. I also make blueberry chia jam, which is a super fast way to make jam recipe also on my website. Um, I, I'll put them in anything. Give me a blueberry. I'll show you what to do with it. And then we have leafy greens. Any vibrantly colored produce, and especially leafy greens, are going to be high in antioxidants and carotenoids, and these work to protect the brain. They're also high in B vitamins that support energy production, and they help your memory, your focus, and your brain power. Leafy greens are a really nice dark salad green, any, any of those kinds, like spinach, kale, collard greens, Swiss chard or rainbow chard, arugula. Don't forget also herbs can be your leafy greens too. Basil, cilantro, parsley. You can chop those up and add them to a salad for an extra depth of flavor. If you haven't ever done that, do it. It'll make your salad so much better, especially if you think salads are really boring. It makes it a little more exciting. Or you can add them to smoothies too. Cilantro is great with pineapple. Basil and strawberry are really good together. There's a lot of variety in there that you can work with. 
Now, when it comes to connecting to your intuition, you not only want to nourish your brain and support focus and concentration, but your energy is important too, not just the amount of it, but the quality of your energy. And I just mentioned this, but B vitamins are really important for energy production. They help process or metabolize the energy that's provided by the carbohydrates, the protein, and the fat in your food. These can come from meat and eggs if they're in your diet, nuts and seeds, specifically almonds and walnuts are higher in B vitamins. Also brown rice, mushrooms, beans and lentils, bee pollen, nutritional yeast, and also the foods we already discussed, avocado, leafy greens, all great sources of the B vitamins. Iron's also really important for energy. If you've ever been deficient, you know the fatigue it can cause because iron helps your body use energy efficiently. So if there isn't enough, it can cause you to feel tired, unfocused, irritable. Some good sources include salmon, which also comes packaged with that omega-3, like I mentioned, seaweed, pumpkin seeds, lentils, spinach, olives, It is best to get iron from food instead of a supplement because iron supplements can be tough on your stomach. And vitamin C also can assist with uptake of iron in the body. So if you have a deficiency, you might try pairing iron-rich foods with vitamin C-rich foods. For instance, a spinach salad with oranges or grapefruit wedges, or a steak with bell peppers, salmon with white bean salad, things like that. So all of these foods are going to give you other important microminerals too that are helpful for energy like copper, potassium, magnesium, and a nutrient-rich diet with a variety of foods that nourish your brain and give you great energy. It'll provide you with the foundation to start connecting to your intuition. So of course, eating salmon for dinner won't necessarily mean you're going to start hearing voices that night, but over time, you'll really support your brain health, your energy levels, your ability to focus and concentrate. All of these things are foundational for doing intuitive practices like meditating, tarot reading, accessing the Akashic records, doing a psychic reading, all things like that. And the right nutrition will help you to start opening these portals so that you can continue to get to know yourself better and strengthen your relationship with your intuition, with the universe, with your spirit guides, whichever way you connect. So that's a quickie episode. Um, Those are the foods and nutrients that I recommend for supporting your ability to open intuitive portals. This is something I teach more in depth in my intuition nutrition workshop, which you can download as its own individual workshop on my website, or it's included as a part of my cycle magic course, which is my online self-paced cycle syncing course that covers both the scientific and the spiritual sides of improving your menstrual health from a feminist perspective. It's a lot of fun. If you're interested in a more personalized, tailored approach to your health, one-on-one coaching is available and you can learn more on my website or send an inquiry at goodwitchkitchen.net slash apply. All right. Thank you for listening, my friends. Until next time. Thank you for listening to The Lunar Body. This one-woman production is listener-supported. And if you'd like to support the show, you can check out the podcast perks in the show notes. Visit my virtual tip jar at goodwitchkitchen.net slash tip. Or you can subscribe and leave a rating or review in iTunes so other lovely lunar feminists like you find my show. If you'd like to get in touch, you can email me at thelunarbody at gmail.com or find me on Instagram at goodwitchkitchen. Thank you so much for being here. Until next time. Thank you.